I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. You're listening to Black Girl Blueprint. Because black girls did it first. And honestly, better. Period. Period. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to Black Girl Blueprint, your fave podcast for all the Gen Z black girl tea. My name's Lauren. And my name is McKean, and thanks, y'all, for tuning into today's episode. So... We thought for this week's episode, with all the buzz around like all of Netflix's 90s and early 2000s Black sitcoms, particularly Girlfriends, my the the number one, don't don't at me, which has been updated on Netflix. We just wanted to have a conversation about friendships, especially like early in our 20s when there's a lot of life change going on. And like, what does that mean to our relationships? Yeah, I think for both of us as like, you know, in college, we're in our third year now, we've seen the rise and fall of some friendships, you know, and just like, like you said, like everyone's in the process of kind of like trying to grow themselves and like, there's just so, so much going on. So there's a lot to unpack today, but you know, before we get into that, of course, we got to read the room. So McKean, let them know what we're talking about today. Yes. So first of all, for anyone new here, read the room is... The segment where we talk about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in pop culture, what's going on in Black Twitter, where we talk about any questions that you guys submit or like any confessions. So, but today we're going to talk about, you know, just like our favorite on-screen friendships, given the the topic of today's episode. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of y'all like me have binged a lot in the past few quarantine months. So I feel like now is the time to reflect on our favorite particularly female friendships, because I feel like on occasion, TV gets it right. But like a lot of times, it's just like really bad representations of like how friendships actually exist. So Lauren, what are some of your favorite like TV female friendships ever? Ever. Okay. (laughs) An iconic one that it would be remiss not to mention is it has to be Christina and Meredith. I don't know if you've ever watched. Yes. Like they. Back in the day. (laughs) Wait, how far did you get? Like, I think I got to season, like, 12 or 13. Okay, okay good. So, you know when Christina left? That in, like, yes. season 10? Bro, so many people have died in that show, but that was the scene that wrecked me with that song playing and them dancing. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. It's just, they were always there for each other, and I always liked Christina because I thought she was a baddie, and she just was like, you know... <laughs> sarcastic one but also it was like about her business and just like throughout Period. the whole show like they were just there for each other I think it was one of those times when like TV got it right and they like showed mm. like friendship Shonda Rhimes you know when she does a friendship yes. 
gets it right, honestly. She do. Um, I don't know what she was doing. Did you watch How to Get With Murder? I didn't. I'm going to, I think, soon, though. I think I'm going to start it soon. Yeah, not to be spoiling, because I've watched everything, but the stark contrast in, in the friendships there, it's... Really? That's tea. And I did watch Scandal, though, and what's interesting, since we're talking about friendships, like, um, gosh, wait, I swear to God, I did watch Scandal, but what was her name on the show? Ooh. Olivia Pope. Oh, my God. Olivia Pope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't come for me. I watched all of it twice. <laughs> you were just speaking the other day about how Fitz was fine, and you don't remember Olivia Pope. Literally. <laughs> the white man. <laughs> sorry, I only checked for Fitz. But anyways, Olivia Pope, like, it, did she? Interestingly, she had friends, but, like, her friendships, were, she didn't have that friend you know like sometimes it was the white girl in the sorry it's been a minute you're gonna have to forgive me i don't remember any of the names uh-huh. except fits but the white girl with the red hair sometimes she was there for her like you know there was on occasion she would have friendships with like her co-workers or her her clients but it was just like dang shonda please give my girl olivia a black girlfriend please well that's the thing honestly i don't want to spoil how to get away with murder for you but like Annalise don't really have any friends either. And I'm like, why hmm. do you not give your black characters, you know, your black women leads any like best friends? Why only white girl Meredith got the best friend? Chum. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> best team. <laughs> Shonda, coming for your neck. I think my <laughs> friendship, I'm going to leave Shonda alone for just one quick second. Have you ever seen New Girl? I, um, Maybe. I think I've seen a couple episodes. Honestly, though, I don't know sh- nothing about that show. <laughs> New Girl. It's like my, like, pleasure sh- show that I'll just, like, put on, like, an episode before I go to bed and it'll, like, help me, like, sleep. I don't know. I've seen the entire Period. show times. But it's just still, like, very, very, like, wholesome and funny. But um, Jess and Cece, I think. You don't know who these people are. but Yeah, I'm just going to react like I do. Period. Yes. Jess and Cece. Yes. <laughs> I know we're talking about, like, girlfriendships, but, like, everyone on that entire show like as a friend group it's like what friends thinks that they are is what new girls mm. so but that's on period <laughs> it's all shade period all right what about you okay. i think that most immediately what came to mind i watched i may destroy you which is like the opposite kind of show not an easy watch not a light entertainment but like thoroughly one probably honestly i think the best show on tv right now like i genuinely say that and I mean it like I think it's the best show on TV and I think Michaela Cole is like the greatest mind on TV I rest my case but I think Arabella and Terry on I May Destroy You I think that was probably one of the most accurate friendships I've ever seen on screen ever and it was so interesting because like I'm not going to spoil the show everyone needs to watch it like I can't stress that everyone like pause this episode Come back and listen to it after, but like pause this episode, go on HBO or wherever you can watch it. Go on watchseries.com if you don't got HBO and go watch <laughs> I May Destroy You. <laughs> you will not regret it. And I think, but back to the friendships element, like as Arabella was going through a lot of traumatic life experiences, like Terry, you saw their friendship become something that it probably hadn't ever been before. And it was interesting, like when, you know, when friends have to depend on each other, like what does that show up as and then also like how can you become toxic when you are just like overusing your friend's help like type of thing and it was it was just a a great like exploration of really unique tensions I feel like that show up in friendships all the time that you don't really see on tv because like they like to pretend that they don't happen 
So I thought that was a good one. Of course, I'm going to say, well, mm, I don't know if I want to say this, but Issa and Molly will still be on my list, even though they're going through it right now. They're going to come back, I feel like, in the next season. I haven't seen Insecure. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You haven't seen Insecure? Here is the tea. You and I, don't act brand new. Don't act like okay. we I didn't know. We, you told me this? I don't have HBO. So I had, oh, yeah. I had the HBO free trial. So I tried to like watch as much as I could during my little free trial. Mm. $14 a month. Girl, watchseries.com. Let me, I might have to. <laughs> find Insecure Anywhere. I think I watched like the first episode maybe. And that you need to watch it. Okay. You but need I, to watch it. So Twitter, Twitter has told me. Okay, okay. Yeah. If you've been on Twitter, like, Lauren, even if you haven't watched it, like, Issa and Molly are, they have their ups and downs, you know? They really do be going through it because of each other. But, like, they, at the end of the day, they have each other's back. Like, nobody else has each other, like, their backs in the show. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, Speaking of girlfriends, which, you know, kind of inspired this episode topic, the whole group of girlfriends, Joan, Maya, Tony, and Lynn, are, like, a a mess they are a mess but they are like still my favorites i still love them like there's always some drama obviously the plot had to last for eight seasons somehow but it was just like they're a mess but they're so cute you know i still love those moments when they just had like kikis in like joan's living room or like their little holiday celebrations and like even when they're going through it they will show up for each other even in the worst moments and there's some craziness i'm not gonna spoil nothing everyone go watch that too but like i've i'm almost done binging this eight seasons I say binging lightly because I don't watch things quickly but almost done with those but still like they are my favorite friend group I think on tv and we don't really see a lot of friend groups either you know like of just black women and I think that's also really valuable so those are my I think top ones obviously we can't not mention Gina and Pam also from Martin like we had to mention them no they're great I think like you said like you don't really see I think the only Black girl friend group I can really think of other than girlfriends is probably living single. I think is probably the only. Yeah, maybe I, the black shows do it. They they do do it. They try. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But speaking of girlfriends, since we since this is a girlfriends episode, we have to ask the question, McKean, yes. which, which girlfriend are you? Of the four of the mm. squad of the girlfriends, who are you? You can do a combo. I will allow a little mixing yes with this question it's gonna have to be a combo because honestly each of them on their own are terrible (laughs) in their own way like each of them as individuals are all like trash in their own unique way i feel like this might not make sense but i think that i am a blend of joan and lynn which is kind of chaotic because they are like probably polar opposites in the friend group but I feel like I'm like Joan in that I'm often like the planner friend I love to like be the one to put things together to rally everybody to make the plans to go out or to do the celebration or do whatever and I think that in that way I'm like Joan and she's very much so about her business and I feel like that's also kind of like me but I'm also like Lynn in that wait is that fair now that I'm thinking about it like and especially with where I'm at in girlfriends right now, am I like Lynn? She crazy. She really don't know what she wants. I guess I'm like Lynn. I don't really know what I want to do. I hopefully don't end up like her and just keep pursuing master's degrees because I don't know what I want to do. But that's <laughs> definitely see that part of her in me for sure. Fair. I think I think 
Joan is probably the one that most people can like see like a little bit of themselves in because I think Joan is definitely in me too. I think I'm like more of a Joan and Maya combo. I think just because mm. everything about Joan, like being the planner friend, being the very like workaholic about your business type of girl, that's very me. But also like I'm thinking about me in a friend group and I mean not to toot my own horn or nothing like that, but I just <laughs> you know, and I feel like it, my friends would definitely call me like the like the funny friend. And I think that you know, the one with like, I guess maybe funny is not the right word, but like, I feel like I can be like witty and just like mm. you know, up in that way. So I think period. That's a little Joan and Maya thing going on, which I feel like is a really Come on, good Maya. That's a good combo. I guess, you know, as a transition into like the main conversation of today's episode, because we really wanted to talk about friendships because there are so many elements that we don't talk about. Like, how do you find friends when you graduate high school? Like, how do you sustain friendships? Like, what do you do when a friendship falls apart? And I feel like we don't, we don't talk about that enough. And we don't really talk about like, we we talk about friendships as like constant things that are existent and unchanging. And I'm like, art, it is what it is. But like, friendships are just like any other relationships. And there are friendship breakups that hurt just as much as romantic ones. And there are times when your friends let you down and there are times when you don't make your needs known to your friends and like there's a lot of things that can come up and I feel like it's important that we are honest about it you know so I think you know as the first question of today what like we're just going to talk about like what type of friends are we like what what are our favorite types of friendships do we like having a couple friends like keeping our circle small like do we like having a big circle, you know, what, what are the friends that we value? What do we appreciate in our friendships? I think for me, I'm definitely, I think a bit of a mix. I think I'm definitely a big proponent of like different friends for different things. I think some people, maybe that's controversial. Some people think that like all friends should be like able for everything, but like, I'm okay with having Mm -hmm. friends. I'm just like, I enjoy your company. I like we hang out on like the weekends and like you're still my friend, but like I'm not going to mm-hmm. divulge my deepest, darkest secrets to you or anything like right. that. So I think I definitely have my closest friends who are like mostly honestly like my friends from like back home that I've been friends with since mm. high school. I'm just very grateful for them every single day. Like ride or dies have always had my back. Period. Like a friend group a biggish friend group I think those are my my girlfriends or whatever there's like five of us I think um so Mm -hmm. yeah those would be like my closest friends who I would like actually talk to and like I guess get personal or vulnerable with because vulnerability is something that's difficult for me so I do that with a select few group of people I feel and then like yeah I've just I honestly never really had any trouble making friends I feel like for me I don't know. I I be chatty. Like <laughs> it's like episode eleven now. They mm-hmm. now, but like I'm very very much someone like who likes to talk, who like likes to meet new people. So like even coming to college, like it was very easy for me to just like spark up a conversation during NSOP and just talk. Right. To people. So I'm okay with like just having like people that I can randomly get lunch with on like a Wednesday, and I feel like I'd still call them friends. I suppose mm-hmm. my dad always yells at me for for that because I'll just. <laughs> will be like a girl that I've met like twice and I'm like oh yeah this is my friend so and so and he's like you don't even know this girl why are you calling her your friend that's your acquaintance or whatever I'm like I hate that word please please right but like I don't know I don't get I guess I'm not that picky with like who I like call a friend but I'm picky with Mm. who I get vulnerable with as a close friend if that makes sense I feel like for me 
I think I'm like you in that I definitely believe in certain friends for certain things. And that doesn't mean like, oh, I only go to this friend if I'm sad and I only go to this person for like if I need this. But like, I've definitely always been someone who has, even in high school, like when I look back on it, like I have a lot of, not a lot, like let me not, <laughs> like I have tons of friends. But like I have a lot of friends who I'm like super close with who aren't necessarily close with each other. Yeah. And that, like, I actually, that became to be something I really appreciated because one, there was like not really the drama that I feel like gets generated with groups a lot, but also like I had a range of like, I had friends, I had one of my best friends was at another school down the street and then the other ones was like at another school across the city. And like, it was just nice, you know, we weren't like forced to spend like all day every day with each other. And like, I still had my best friend who was in the other classroom down the hall but it was like, you know, it was, it's a nice breakup of time. It's not like us knowing all of the same people. It's not like just sort of, you know, the cesspool that like friendships can become when you're just like, bruh, like we only know each other. Like we're only talking about each other. We're always talking about the same thing. Like ain't nothing new. So yeah. I feel like it also helps to keep things fresh for me. Or it's just nice to me to have like that range of experience in my friendships so that like I can call my friend who's like still one of my best friends who I might not call the time, but like and be like, hey, how's college in California? Like, what's going on? And like, he doesn't know what I'm doing over here. And like, I don't know what he's doing over there, but like, he's still one of my best friends. So I think I'm definitely someone who has like, I don't even call them multiple circles, but lots of close friendships that aren't necessarily groups. But like, I also have faith that I can bring them together and it would also be like lit. You know, like if it was a birthday party, I'm gonna invite all y'all and it's gonna be great and you guys can get to know each other type of thing. But um, I also think like you, I've never had an issue really making friends. I think, you know, something we'll get to maybe later in the discussion about like college and friendships was a whole other thing. But like, I've, I don't never, like I will talk to anyone. And I think my problem contrastingly is that like, I decide pretty early on when I meet someone whether or not I'll be friends with them. And I think that because of how I shelter myself from people, you might like, there's a perception of closeness that that person feels that like I don't feel and that happens to me a lot and then I'm like oh no sorry we're not friends like you're just my dinner buddy like I'll I'll link with you and I have to eat in the dining hall because I have to eat anyways but like <laughs> we don't we're, I'm not trying to hang out with you like off campus I'm not trying to like invite you to my family home like we're not like that you know <laughs> so I feel like that like I, I will make friends and then I'll be like I like either I'll just be like, ooh, I didn't know that this was what I was getting into, or like I'll be like, oh no, like that's not what I was trying to convey to you. Like we're not all of a sudden like FaceTime everyday friends. So I think for me, it's not the problem of making friends, but like establishing the boundaries of friendship clearly. And I think maybe that comes to like what you were saying about like the term friendship versus like acquaintance versus classmate, classmate versus peer versus like whatever. And I don't really care about the name, like. I don't really, I don't, even when I think about it, like, if, unless it's my best friends, I'm probably not calling them my friends. <laughs> like, outwardly, I'll just be like, oh, like, that's so-and-so, or like, oh, like, that's so-and-so, and like, I'll just rely on my own definition of the relationship to be, like, enough. Mm -hmm. But girl, maybe that's an issue. Shoot. <laughs> Honestly, you know, everybody has their own thing, different strokes for different folks type of thing. I just feel like friend is just easier. I feel like like you said, I know what my own definition is. I know what our relationship is. Hopefully the other person right. knows what's going on and it's mutual. Because what you were talking about where like somebody thinks y'all are besties and you're just like, whoa, sis, I know. Right. Stay over there. I think those situations get like very, very awkward. 
Thankfully, yeah. I haven't had too many of those, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think like I said, the name doesn't really matter as long as you understand like what's going on. But I love what you mentioned with like that best friend that you have in California, which I think is like a greater conversation that like it's controversial. I feel like I've, it's been like a little, not like a hot topic on Twitter, but like it's something that I've seen people talk about is like, do best friends need to talk every day? Like, and mm. I, I feel like for me, I don't talk to my best friend. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. I'm chatty. I don't like texting. I don't like talking to people. I on feel that. But I also feel like what we're talking about, like this college age or whatever, like we'd be busy. Like it is midterm season, girl. I am not. Right. It's like, I don't got time to be like, hey, what's up? I'm I, good. How are you? <laughs> WYD. I'm like, girl, no, uh-uh, no BRB. Mm-hmm. None of that. None nothing. Of that. I'm doing nothing. But I feel like, I think something that like, is to be said about that, like, I don't know, like, checking in, like, how often should you check on your friends, I guess, is the question, like, mm. how often do you need to talk to maintain that, or is there something, like, really beautiful to be said about, like, we can maybe talk to each other, like, once a month, or maybe we just, like, link up when we, like, get back in our hometown or whatever, and it's, mm-hmm. like, no time has passed, and I think that's something that's valuable, I think, to me, at yeah. least, like, you know, there's more to the relationship that you don't need to have that continued contact. Because I think something that I noticed in quarantine, which I guess we can have that conversation now, actually, with, like, COVID and, like, mm-hmm. the- everything. But, like, it's something that I realized in high school, definitely, and then especially, like, recently with quarantine, is that, like, how many people are you really just friends with because of proximity and because, like, mm-hmm. like easy and convenient? Because I'm thinking about all the people that I used to, like, chat to and talk to, buddy, buddy, every day in high school. And then mm-hmm. we graduated and I've literally never spoken to any of those people ever again. So yeah. I don't know. Has that happened to you? Is that like something that you've ever experienced? I think a little bit, maybe not to the same degree, because I think, I don't know, something maybe weird, but just like has always been the case for me. I've always been hyper observant before I, I determined my relationship to anyone or anything. Like I'm keeping tabs. I'm going to know, like, I'm determining my relationship with that person before I'm actually, like, initiating it type of thing. And, of course, that'll change. Like, I'll leave room for that to grow and do whatever it's going to do. But, like, when I say that because, like, even in high school, like, I would, everyone thought I was friends with them. I was technically friends with, like, everyone in my class. Like, I was not a big class. So, like, we all knew each other. Like, I was, you know, I was at the functions. Like, I would hit them up, whatever. But I never thought I was close friends with but, like, two of them. You know, so for me, like, even when I graduated, you know, I've had, it's interesting, because, like, I realized looking back, like, I never once did I think, like, oh, like, all of this class is my best friends. Like, I was like, I love y'all because I have to, like, I'm either going to love y'all or I'm going to suffer through high school. <laughs> but, like, I never was like, oh, like, yep, these are my people, like, da 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 type of thing. And I think I even feel that about school a little bit. Like, in, I have my people at school. I have, a, like, a number of them who I hold close and I like make sure that they know that but otherwise you know I don't necessarily feel any pressure to like hold up something that once was if it clearly isn't feeling natural anymore so like when you say that like I don't know if I'm even answering that question right but, like because I know like in when COVID hit I realized like oh there's no reason for me to hit that person up at college like it's one thing when we're at college and like we can go out together like we can do this that and the third and like maybe that is the nature of our friendship like maybe the nature of our friendship is like sharing time and like sharing space. And I think that's valid. 
but I've never actually been one to like force it because of proximity. Like even I'm thinking even like when I'm at school, like if there, I have one friend that comes to mind and like, she'll always hit me up to hang up. She'll always hit me up to like go to dinner. She'll always hit me up to be like, what are you doing this weekend? Da, 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 da. And I realized for a while, like, oh, like, like I had been leading her on in that I had been hanging out and like responding to those texts for a minute. But I realized before COVID even hit, like, I don't like her. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with her. <laughs> I, I'm just doing it because she's close. And that's when I, like, that's when I established my dining hall friends. Like, these are my friends where, like, maybe I'll go to dinner with them once a month at a dining hall because we have to eat anyways. But those are also the friendships in COVID that I haven't, like, maybe I'll hit them up on occasion. But, like, I, I don't really feel like it's a waste of time, you know? Like, I would be dishonest to them and myself to, like, try to foster something that isn't there and you know it is a weird realization that COVID has uncovered but it's definitely something I've always known about myself in that like I know if I don't like you I know if this is forced and I know when I'm forcing it and normally I respond to those things in the moment like normally I'm like okay got it like that conversation wasn't it or like I don't want to ever do that again so I'm not going to do it but like it's definitely happened a little bit where not everyone else realized that and it's a, it's a it requires that both people involved realize it in order to adjust and it's an interesting thing but yeah COVID has like you said like I'm not a frequent texter I hate text conversations my best friends I don't talk to very often at all but when we do talk like it's like nothing missed and I feel like that's okay you know I feel like it would be even it would be a force, you know, like we said, if we're talking about forces and friendships, it would be a force for us to text every day. And like, we would only be doing that because we feel like we have to, you know, it wouldn't be done because it feels natural. And like, we might go a week where we text every day just because stuff keeps coming up. And then we might go two weeks with like, Nothing. no text and just a swipe up on the IG story, like reaction, like, and I feel like that's fine. You know, I think I've, that's definitely my the case for me and like most of my close friendships. I feel like it's so great that you were like, observant of that I guess at such a young age I think in like high school I don't know maybe I was observant of it but I think maybe I just was like this is just what like friendships are I don't know maybe mm -hmm. I thought that like there was something more to it than there was I don't know I don't know actually I think I don't think it's your fault though like sorry not to cut you off like I don't I think we really are conditioned to think that like oh if we're really best friends and like even think about when you're little and you know someone asks you like who's your best friend that's such a weird question and like even the concept of one best friend is like something that I don't think is just natural to how we have connections to people like I don't think that that's the best way to think of it and I don't think it's your fault like we are taught to believe that like you know think of snap streaks remember that period in time where everyone I mean some people might still sorry not judging you if you still have them but like remember that period in time where like everyone was doing snap streaks and like was snapping someone daily for 300 days on end or like maybe even more than that like that wasn't natural like these are things that we have been conditioned by these applications that we used by our phones by snapchat so we can ensure that we're still using it like that is not normal like you know it is maybe we do check in every day but like you don't have to you'd only have to to sustain your streak and if that's what you're doing it for then it's like that's kind of, I think, honestly, sorry, I just had a realization, you know, but I had a realization that when everyone was doing those snack streaks, I used to be annoyed because I was just like, why are we talking every day? Like, why do you need to see my face every day with no words attached to it? And that's when it started making me upset when people would send you the snaps of just like their face and it'd be like nothing. And I was just like, so what are we doing this for? Like literally just to sustain the, the daily number? Like, you know, at that point it was just like, this is not, 
something yeah. that has to be done so why are we doing it like what's up <laughs> i think i i tried and then someone sent me like a blank screen with an s on it and i was like oh hell no 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 right uh-uh. <laughs> i think for me though i think yeah with the texting and stuff i yeah i'm not a great texter but i think what i do do and what i do use frequently before it was my finsta now it's like my close friends on instagram it's like because i'm very very like lazy to like text all of my friends what i'll do is just i'll, I'll like post my updates there which is why i'm like very active on my close friends because it's like this is mm -hmm. how i gotta stay updated on what's going on in my life because yeah. i'm giving you all individual updates whenever something happens and i think that's a revelation that i had recently too when i was like <laughs> what i'm using to like text like i'll literally talk to you i'll be like oh yeah i just posted that on my close friends go check it that's my update of <laughs> I'm right a whole rundown about it but I think I conversation about like, I don't know, friendships that didn't work, people who were just dining buddies and were not actually mm -hmm. you know, who they, who, the level that they thought they were at. I guess it's also like interesting to talk about like what we value in friendships as well. Like what is important to like make a friendship work or like what's valuable to us or even like what like our biggest like pet peeves in a friendship are. I think the most valuable element of friendship to me is like the ability for someone to see me in a way that is like unique from how I'm seen in the rest of the world like I feel like that is the defining feature of my friendships like my friends are able to know that like you know when they see me doing all of this stuff on the timeline and they're like oh my god you did this you did this you did this it's not like a oh my god question it's like a girl like you've been grinding like how are you type of thing you know like the the ones you see beyond the 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 presentation and are able to be like, are you tired? Like, <laughs> are you holding up? Like, is it feeling rewarding? Like, how is that thing going type of thing? And it's never those questions of like, how is your internship going? Like, to be nosy, it's just like, girl, like, I know they'd be overworking you over there. Like, how's it going? That type of thing. And I feel like that is, you know, a friend who is able to to look, to know the things that I might not say immediately, but like they know are there. Those are the ones that I value the most for sure. And like the ones who it just feels easy to be with, you know, like I, I think the one defining feature of like the friendships that I've decided I didn't want to join or like didn't want to continue with were like, this doesn't feel, you know, I'm having to put way too much thought into making this feel natural where it's just like, uh-uh, like that's not it. Like that's not how friendship should go. So I think, it's definitely a something I don't know. I don't have a word for it. I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's definitely the ability to like just be. Yeah, I guess maybe vulnerability is that word. Um, but just to be vulnerable to anticipate, like I don't want to say anticipate my needs because like sometimes you have to make your needs known. But like someone who is able to like to know me even when I'm trying to like run from me type of thing. You know what I mean? To like, to be like, girl, I know you lying right now. Or like, girl, no, like that's just not what it is. <laughs> I feel that. I think similar. I think definitely all those things that you mentioned, I think reliability is also really important to me. I think obviously everybody has like their like days where they're like busy or whatever. But I think one of the things that I pride myself on as a friend is like being there for people. So like, I'm one of those people, like, whenever you need me, like, I will be there. And that's that. And I think I like to get that in return in my friendships. So I think just like dependability, just like reliability, just also, I think comfort above all else, I think 
I love mm-hmm. where I feel like I don't have to hold back. I think definitely for me as someone who like, I don't know, when it comes to like my like social media, especially, I feel like I have to like present a certain like image and kind of like what you were saying, like they see you on the timeline and they're like, I know that's not true. Or like, I'll do like <laughs> right. something like a sponsor post or whatever. And then like, I'll text them about it and be like, girl, I don't feel like taking this picture today. I don't want to do this. And everyone just sees like, you know, the cute stuff, but like they know mm-hmm. what to do it. So I think just like not having to hold back, not having to be fake, just like, you know, getting to show the real me is something that I think is like super, super valuable, I think. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think my biggest pet peeves in friendships that make me just not want to do it is just, I'm trying to pick one because I feel like there are a lot. I think yes. I think it's literally just I don't like drama. I think that's my biggest one. For sure. I feel like it doesn't honestly it doesn't even have to be drama with me. Like you you and I could be like perfectly fine and we don't fight. If you are fighting with like everybody else and like so, it's you're just like mix and in the mess and I'm like girl come on like I love I love good tea and gossip but like not we should not be involved in it you know all the time like shoot yeah (laughs) come on so like I think drama is definitely something that because I don't do drama so I'm like if you're always in drama that's not going to work yeah Um, I feel them it's hard the question of pet peeves is hard I was thinking about it like and I know we had this question planned and I was still like I have a lot. Like you said, I have a number of things, like small things that like make me mad, but I'm trying to think of like, what are the ones consistently that I just like don't respond well to? And I think one, this might be a, a, there there are two that come to mind and I think they're connected. I think one, I hate a friendship where it feels like I'm having to repeat myself. I hate that in any context, but I hate that especially in a friendship where, especially like, I'm not someone who really shies away from like, calling out a problem and if I notice like maybe there's been some tension or like maybe there's been xyz I'm going to come to you and be like hey like let's talk about this thing and I hate when I have to repeat that or like I hate when I have to beg for that like reciprocation type of thing you know what I mean like I hate when there has like I have to ask for your time or like not out of respect like out of courtesy I will ask like hey do you have time if I can talk to you about xyz or like da 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 but I hate when I have to like when it almost feels like the person is just not meeting you halfway and like you're putting in all the work in a friendship and it's just like you know that point it's just like dang uh-huh. I'm over it at this point like I don't even want this no more <laughs> so I feel like that is probably my primary one I think otherwise this is something new to me honestly college new like this is something that I've never experienced before like last year but I hate friendships that this is this is the one this is the pet peeve I'm serious now that I hate friendships that are based on what people think that they know about you. And I I think that's a symptom of social media. And like, I'm remembering, you know, before college when everyone joins all of those Facebook groups and joins all of those, like, everyone's following each other on Instagram and like, everyone's like trying to find a roommate and da 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 da. And I like had a few people that I met on campus who had like followed me on Instagram or something. And we're like, oh, like, well, first of all, I knew because one came up to me and was like, are you McKean's? And I was just like, okay, no. But, like, to me, in my head, like, if I follow you, one, I'm probably not going to follow you if we've never, like, met. But two, if I do happen to follow you before we've met, I'm still going to treat our... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was masterfully designed 
New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts first meeting and like as we get to know each other like I'm getting to know you and like I don't know anything and I had a lot of like a good few not a lot like I had a few people like that I've tried to become friends with in college where I was just like you saw that on Instagram and you're asking me about it like that like it was just odd you know like it was just like what do you mean they were like oh so you you did this last summer and I was just like how do you know this thing or like yeah like I don't know if I was making it clear, but like referencing like very specific things and but not asking me like, oh, I saw this, but they were like, oh, like almost to the point where it feels like networking. It feels like you read my resume before this and now you're like bringing your my resume, which is really just my Instagram page to me to talk about it type of thing, you know? Yeah, that Does makes- that make sense? Because <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about my like experience first coming to college and like a bunch of people had followed me and I would like recognize somebody and people would kind of be like, hey, like, you're Lauren, I followed you on Instagram, like, from the Bahamas. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel anything weird about that. But if Right. Someone, no, that's, yes. Okay, but if, that's, that's fine. what I'm talking about. I'm like, I think that's normal. But if someone came about, like, oh, yeah, like, two summers ago, I saw that you went to X, Y, and Z place, I'd be like, oh, it no. It was just odd. It would just be, like, too, past a level of, like, you didn't just read my bio. Like, you read stuff, and you really believed that that was, like, my life story. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, 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 that's strange. That is odd. I thought I it was odd. I was just uncomfortable. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't stalk you in return. So like, I don't have anything to say here. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I, if I do stalking, I'm not gonna admit it. Like I'd be doing my fair share of stalking. Right. If I'm interested, I'll be like, oh, this is cool. This is great. Awesome. Right. I will not admit that to you. Are you but kidding? That's not a conversation started, right? Or like maybe if we're like best friends down the road, I'll bring it up. Like, but I don't know. It was just odd to me. It happened to me twice and I was just like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> you are weird. I don't even know what to say to that. No, that's strange. Okay. But what about, okay, on a lighter note about friendships, not about pet peeves, but like, what about goals? Do you have friendship goals? And I'm thinking of like girls' trip. I'm thinking about like all of those pictures that we see on the internet of like groups of like 20 plus black girls all on vacation together, like a group of black girl friends and they all have like their hair tied up in a towel and the robes on and they're like luxurious hotel room. Like, do you have goals for your friends like that? Um, yes. My friends and I have been wanting to go literally to Europe for absolutely ever, like on like a tour, just like the bougiest thing ever. Just like all those things you just described, like the resorts, hair tied up all the pictures yes <laughs> i'm not a pinterest person my friends are very much big pinterest people and they'll just like send it they were big tumblr people too they just you know send me all of those mm-hmm. yeah i don't know there's just so many i just want to go for it travel with my friends i just feel like it'd be so much fun and i just i love them to death i'm gonna go message them after this i'll be like hi how you doing? <laughs> wholesome like hey y'all miss you guys <laughs> for real how about That's you? so cute. Hmm. I think, yeah, like, I want to have experiences with my friends, and I'm excited to grow up. Like, I'm excited to, like, 
when we're all in our I'm not in a rush to be there but like I can't wait till like we're on our 30s we have like apartments or like houses near each other and we just like link up or like you know just stuff like that I don't really have like oh my god I want to do this specific thing but it's just like I just want to have experiences with y'all like even last year I went on my first vacation like not with my family and I went on a spring break trip with two of my friends from college and honestly like that was just so fun and we all took French and we went to Guadalupe and like we were able to practice our French skills and like act like we knew what we were talking about and then also just like be cheap and like literally not buy any meals but still just be like oh we're living our lives we're living our spring break like dreams so <laughs> those types of things I I want more of I don't have any like we're going on this trip in 2027 type of dreams but like I do have like let's just be around let's just go somewhere one day <laughs> I think on another note talking about friendship dramas things we've hinted at thus far and haven't really really gotten into like friendship dramas and friendship breakups like beyond just a pet peeve in a friendship Lauren like what is something that would truly make you not want to be friends with someone anymore well they'd have to I don't know, actually, I, I was going to say they'd have to like really, really stab me in like in the back for me to like end the friendship. But honestly, we're going to call this growth because I think honestly, it does not have to be some big, like, hurrah, mm -hmm. big like event, someone hurt somebody like some people you just grow apart and you don't want to be friends anymore. And that's valid. I think I've definitely had friendships where it's like, like we were talking about earlier, like if it comes to a point where you're like, forcing it type thing, then like, maybe we're just not compatible anymore. And I think right. that I would stop being friends with someone over that if I just genuinely just didn't feel like talking to them. I felt we, like we had yeah. to talk about anymore. And I think yeah. that's definitely something. And then I guess like the, the big hurrah thing, like if I told you something in confidence and then all of a sudden it's all over the TL, I'm like, all right, bet. There we go. Right. <laughs> I feel that. I think I'm similar in that obviously like, I've never really had major moments where like a friend lied to me or a friend like went behind my back and did something. Thank God. So, I mean, those would probably definitely be like, okay, we're done. But I think thinking about the friendships that have ended that I have experienced, it really, like you said, it really is those like being able to listen to how I feel like when I'm with them. And you like, you know, when something just isn't right, you know, when you're like having to walk on eggshells around someone, you know, like, for me, what I do, this is a habit that I've definitely learned to like acknowledge to myself, like I will avoid, like I mentioned before, like if there's someone that I just like, even if I'm friends with them and like, I just don't feel like talking to them, like I will avoid, like they will reach out. I will avoid, like I will, I will, I will even go to the point of just like lying about how busy I am to get out of having to hang out with them, honestly. And I think that's bad. That is definitely a bad habit. And I think, you know, those are moments where I could probably just be up front. But it's like, sometimes it's easier than being like, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, I just don't. This is not doing it for me anymore. So I definitely think those times when you feel like this is not it. I don't feel like nourished by this anymore. Like this feels like more of a chore than something that I want to do. And that's like, friendship should be the one area of life where you have that choice of like being able to indulge yourself in your own needs. And if it really doesn't feel like that anymore, yeah. snip, snip, you know? <laughs> I think 
important to like be in tune to yourself like that because I think it's very easy to like get in a rhythm or like have those feelings of like oh I really don't want to talk to this person but just like push it down and go hang out with them anyway but I think I started to notice Mm -hmm. within myself there was someone that I recently stopped being friends with and I think before we ended the friendship I would like notice that you know when the times when I had the most fun would be like when they weren't around when it came to like going Mm -hmm. that gradually I would like start going out without them or like I just wouldn't invite them places and like it was definitely not like a consciously like oh I just don't want this person to come but it was like subconsciously right. like, they didn't even cross my mind as someone who I wanted to be in my be there yeah and I think that's valid like I just did not want to be around you and I think that's a good mm-hmm. enough like there's there's no beef there's no drama there's right nothing it's just you know, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And that's okay. Well, that's the thing. And I I think, you know, in thinking about like, why is it that I avoid people when I know that like, if I could be as real as possible and not hurt feelings, I would just be like, I don't want to do this anymore type of thing. But I think, I don't know why it is that we believe that we have to have some explanation for, like in order to tell someone else that I don't want to be friends with you anymore, it has to be like, some big deal where it's very clear that like trust was betrayed or like you have to like justify it in some reason you know what I mean like but like you were saying with your friend like there didn't have to be a justification it didn't have to be like I didn't invite you because this person wasn't going to be there like this person was going to be there like I just didn't invite you because the last times we have hung out I left exhausted (laughs) and not like in a good way right (laughs) exactly and I feel like if a friendship is bringing you more like harm than good then like it's well within your rights to just be like, I don't, I don't need this. Sorry. And I think definitely there is an element of it where it's just like, I guess maybe not wanting to hurt that person's feelings or maybe like they're in a place in the friendship where like you're not like thinking about like maybe this person really, really values your friendship and you just don't see it that way. Like that you're on, but also being on different energy, like, that friendship wasn't working anyway so it's probably like was not going right. to last regardless but I think another thing definitely to talk about in friendships which I think when we were talking about earlier with like you know like the the petty friendships that we sometimes see on tv especially when they're like portraying like like girl friendships mm-hmm. as well, is like jealousy is a big thing and like I don't know. I've seen it definitely. It's, it's on Girlfriends. It's on all the TV shows. And like, have you ever had any experience with like a friendship that you had where like, I don't know, it feels so, it feels almost narcissistic to be like, oh my God, my friend was jealous of me. I know. <laughs> but, but like, it, I feel like it can be like a real thing sometimes. It's or, real. You know, those are like the people who like, you know, you like make an accomplishment or something like that. And you realize that like, they kind of like give a backhanded compliment about it or like they don't say mm-hmm. or you don't feel any support from them or you're like it even gets to the point where like you feel like you have to like I don't know if you've ever experienced this but definitely I felt like sometimes like something like good will be happening and I'll feel like oh wait I can't tell my friends about this because I just told them about something like good yesterday mm. and getting tired of it and like they didn't respond very well last time like that type of thing so has that ever happened to you yeah yeah it definitely probably has happened more than I even have liked to realize for myself. I think for me, which is weird, but I, I really do like to give people who I believe to be my friends the benefit of the doubt. So even when I'm in those moments of jealousy, I don't always recognize them until way after the fact when I'm like maybe telling my mom and she was like, ah, that was weird. Or like, you know, like someone else calls it out for me and I'm like, oh, like 
that you're right. Like I should not have defended them, but I'm thinking even of like, <laughs> I had, I got this internship earlier this year that I was like so proud of. And it was like probably one of the biggest deals like thus far of like things that I really did for myself. Like I sought this out and I was so excited. And there was a period of time when I had gotten it, but I didn't know like if I would be able to keep it because I didn't know if I'd be able to receive college credit, whatever. And I was telling one of my friends, one who I thought was my friend at dinner, I was like, oh my God, like, guess who I'm going to be working for? Like, guess what? And she was like, oh my God. Like after I told her, she's like, that's crazy. And then I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, I was sharing my fears. I was trying, I was being vulnerable. I was like, I don't want to get too excited about it. Cause I don't know if I'll be able to keep it, but like, yeah, I just had to share it. Cause I'm like, I'm proud of myself. Like, this is like exciting for me. And like literally the first thing she said was like, well, you know, if they can't give you, like, if you actually can't get credit, like, and they need somebody else, like, I can get credit for it, so, and I was just like, uh-uh, <laughs> like, literally just like, wait, 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 did that really just happen? And I, the thing is, like, it, that moment didn't even strike me as that crazy until I left, because, and when I really started thinking about it, I was like, the reason it didn't strike me as that crazy is because this is the stuff that she's been doing this whole time. Like, this is the stuff that she's been doing our whole friendship. And it really was always just like a networking thing rather than like a, I'm going to be excited for you. Like, I'm going to be proud for you. Like, it was really just like, how can I also get in the door with you type of thing? And I was just like, uh-uh, this is crazy. Literally in John Jay, in, dining, in the dining hall. <laughs> That is absolutely wild. Oh my God. I've, yeah. I've never had anything that explicit, but whew, the- it was, yeah. Wow. But yeah, back to the, the question at hand, like jealousy, it's a weird thing because to, to be able to acknowledge it in your friendships and even to be able to acknowledge it in yourself, it requires a certain level of awareness of self and awareness of the people that you're messing with and their intentions. And you don't, you never want to believe that your friend doesn't want good for you. You don't ever want to believe that. And sometimes jealousy doesn't mean that they don't want good for you. It just means that they're a little jealous. But other times that jealousy is really just like, they want good for you, but they want good for them too. And like, that ain't right. (laughs) That's just not how it's supposed to be. And I feel like it can be really hard to call it out in those moments, unless you're very honest about like, one, like this is something that I deserve to be proud about. Like I, no matter the response, like I deserve to feel proud of myself for this thing. And I also deserve to have my friends be proud of me too. And like, you have to remind yourself, like, and I, or I should say, I had to remind myself that like, that is the case. Like I, this is a moment where a friend should have been like, oh, like, it'll be okay. You'll be able to keep it no matter what the credit thing says. Or like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like, this is such a big deal. Or like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like, you know, just like some applause before there was the question of like, well, shoot, like if they need somebody else, (laughs) a mess. But I think on this conversation of like what you were talking about with like even like being able to recognize like when we be a little jealous because we're not about to sit here, you know, all high and mighty like, you know, like we've been like the perfect friends, but it's like, I don't know. Do you feel like you've ever been like the toxic friend in your relationship? I feel like I definitely cannot sit here and pretend like I don't have my own, I guess, toxic traits, I guess. I feel like I'm definitely two things that I'm working on in my friendships, which is actually, no, there's one thing that I'm working on in my friendships. Um, and it's something that I've definitely, I, the thing I love about my friends is that we're all very honest with each other and they will call me out on it when I do this, because like, I guess a part of my personality is that I'm very, very blunt and I'm very, very honest. 
And I think sometimes with that bluntness and that honesty, I can either come across as very like condescending or like, like a know-it-all type of thing. Or also just like, sometimes I can be like a bit of an asshole without trying to be an asshole. Like for me, I'm just being Mm -hmm. like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like that's what it is. And they're like, Lauren, you can't say that or whatever. So I think I'll be a little bit more like sensitive and sympathetic is something that I'm working on. I don't know if that's a toxic trait. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like toxic, the way that we use it, sometimes make it even harder for us to acknowledge like the ways in which we can be toxic because we talk about toxic people and we're just like, oh, they're trash. Yeah. But like, you're not trash. Like, we all have things to work on and like, we yeah. all have elements of ourselves that are counterproductive to our things that we engage with. And I feel like for me, obviously... I don't think I do anything wrong and I think I'm the best friend in the world and everything I do is right. But I feel like if I had to be honest about what I do that maybe is counterproductive to my friendships, I think it might be, there's a few things that maybe come to mind. I think one, I'm definitely the mom friend. I'm like the supporter friend and maybe I could be a bit more receptive to support when it's presented to me. And I think the flip side of that is like, I've definitely had moments where I felt stressed and like I wanted my friends to be able to support me in a way and it didn't happen and like I just get upset type of thing like on my own but I think you know the the under layer of that and again I don't know if this is like toxic but it's just something for me to work on is like I don't really ever make my needs known I don't really know make it known that like oh when I'm telling you that I have this thing coming up like I want you to be there and like I want you to do this thing and that's for me that's like kind of just like something I expect to be the case because it's something that I would do like if you know like it's something that I without question like would show up for in a certain specific like a very specific way but I have to remember that like not everyone you know not everyone's going to anticipate your needs in the exact way that you need them shown to you and I think that's definitely like something that I could do not when not when shit hits the fan but like before you know what I mean like to make sure that like I am communicating like this is what I need from you. And like, not in a like, I need this, I need this, I need this type of way, but it's like, this is how like you can support me. Yeah. Like this is, these are the ways in which like you can support me. And also like, let me know how I can support you because I might try to show up for you in your life in the ways that I want people to show up in mine, but that might not be what you need type of thing. So like, I think for me, it's definitely those I don't even know if that was clear. And I think, I don't know if toxic is the right word for any of these things, but, you know, really just like that, that space of like acknowledging that all of us are different and have different needs and have different ways of communicating them. And not just like, not ever just being like, well, I'm just going to assume that she wants this. Or like, I'm just going to assume that like, I want this. Or like, they should just assume that I need these things. Like there should never be any assumptions. Like even when it feels plain and simple, like making that extra step to make it known is like something I'm working on. And then I found a payoff. Like when you do it, like then you, like you said it, you know, like you made it known. And that after that point, if someone doesn't fulfill your needs or whatever, like that's another conversation to have. But then at least when you hit those points of tension, it's not like, well, why did you never say anything? It's like, oh, well, you did say it to me, you know? Exactly. No, that, that's valid. I think that definitely applies to all relationships and I'm so glad you said that because I don't think I've ever thought about that in terms of my friendships I've definitely had those conversations in terms of my romantic relationships in terms of like love languages is a big thing like I'm very much a acts of service type of girl um but my last relationship was very much like 
a words of affirmation type of person. And I'm not a very like sappy or emotional person. So I feel like Mm -hmm. that disconnect. But I think thinking about that in terms of like my friendships, it's like, I want you to show that you care about me or show that you support me in this way. And that might be like different than how you're used to like showing affection that may be like different. I don't know, just understanding that like everything. But then like also knowing to like have those conversations and be explicit about what you need, I think is very, very Mm -hmm. important in friendships. You're hitting the nails on the head. Easier said than none. (laughs) You said something. You said something. I'm gonna keep that in mind. (laughs) I think in the vein of like thinking about the ways in which we've been conditioned to believe friendships work, like believing that you're supposed to talk to your friend every day or like believing that your friend should just be able to anticipate your anticipate your needs like off the bat. Um, you know, the next question for us to get into is just like a lot of the things that we've been taught should be wrong in friendships. And like, do you think that they're wrong? And like, sort of like, how would you respond as we like near the episode close? So first, how do you feel about the idea of like dating someone that your friend used to date? Is that an okay? Or like, is that a no, no? And like, is girl code a thing for you or like, no? Okay. So the thing is that I've never experienced this because thankfully pretty much everybody that I'm like friends with, we have all very, very different tastes in men. So we've never had a situation where we've liked the same guy. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like after a breakup, I'm just like, okay. I feel like I, I don't know if I would feel some type of way if like my friend like dated my ex. I feel like maybe it depends on how much time has passed Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's weird for me to picture, but I think I wouldn't actively seek them out, and I definitely would talk to my friend beforehand. But I just don't see a realistic thing where that would yeah. happen. I think I don't know if my if it they were like up, a TV thing. <laughs> I feel like if they ended up being soulmates, who am I to stand in the way? I mean, if y'all do y'all put me in the wedding? I don't really care, but like right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see that happening. How about you? I feel the same. Honestly, though, I'm not gonna lie. Like, since I've been at home, like, Springfield, Massachusetts, where I'm at, is so small. And, like, that that's the type of stuff that would happen here because there really are just aren't that many people. And, like, I'm watching it happen. Like, there's some family drama. But watching it happen, like, it happened in my family this past week. And, like, it was just a mess. Like, it was just a mess. And for me, like, I don't necessarily harbor those feelings back to the question I don't necessarily harbor those feel like I don't I've never been in that situation either at all like not even close to it can't even imagine it and I know myself like once I I would never even pursue it like I it really would never like even if I thought it like even if the thought crossed my mind like oh like my friend's ex is so cute or da 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 like I would never like just for the sake of in the value that I place in my friendship and the possibility that that friend might not be okay with it like that's enough for me to like not go through with anything of it so yeah, honestly, for me, I don't believe in, like, the whole girl code, da 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 Like, I don't believe in, like, the laws of friendships or, like, that type of thing. I think maybe there is a situation where that would have to be the outcome and, like, that you just have to talk through it. But, like, it's not for me. Personally, I will not ever do that. <laughs> like, if a friend came to me somehow in the future and it's like, oh, like, like, would you be okay if I pursued someone that you had pursued or whatever? <laughs> I would probably be, like, I mean, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, like knowing myself, I would probably tell them like, yeah, do whatever. And I would probably still be mad about it. So I probably wouldn't want that to happen. 
<laughs> I feel like the reason why I put this question in is because I literally have that situation like kind of currently-ish happening. And I'm like, am I upset about this? And then I think the real answer is I'm not. I think I'm just more upset about the fact that like, why did you do it in the first place? Like, I don't care. Yes. Why yes. do it though? And it was even like the way that they came to me about it. They were just like, oh, like, by the way, like, I know that this is someone like, and like, and I know, like, just don't be mad at me. Don't be upset. And like, so you thought I was going to be upset and you did it anyway. You know? Right. I mean? Like it's an afterthought. Like what? Uh-uh. Like it'd be one thing if you were like, oh yeah, I didn't think this was going to be a big deal, but like you knew that there was a chance. You didn't even try to find out. Right. <laughs> Like, if you, you didn't check first, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a mess. Mm-mm, girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> Pray for you. <laughs> what about, there's another thing similar, I guess in the similar-ish vein. Should you hate everyone that your friend hates? So, like, if your friend um, falls out with somebody else or whatever, and you, like, were also friends with that person, do you, like, you suddenly have to like not be that person's friend anymore i've definitely had situations like and i'm so, so upset that it happened in college too i'm like this is very cool. it's it's giving yes cool. it's giving that's the only time it happened to me yeah like, what it's it was like the silliest situations too and it's just like that had absolutely nothing to do with me whatsoever i'm like how are you mad at me because i'm like being cordial with right that you had a falling out with like last year, two years ago. And I'm like, please stop. I don't know. I don't right. agree with that. I think definitely, I don't know. To a certain extent, I'm like, if you're like my best friend, closest friend in this person, like I'm just thinking if they, if they did something that shows that they're a bad person and not something that you just like specifically did not like, then I think that that's different. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. If they're a bad person, that's I the important distinction. That anyway you know what i mean right like you guys just happened to like the same boy and he ended up picking her over you and now you're mad at them over it i'm like that does not make her that does not right you know what i mean yeah no i feel that at this i had a this is something that only happened to me in college really too and it was like a friendship that just like was coming to an end it was like a little bit of drama but like it was really just like a lot of miscommunication and to me, like, it was not a huge deal in that, like, it was nobody else's business to me. Like, I never, I knew that I lived with her and I knew that we had mutual friends that would continue to be mutual friends. And I had no interest in, like, involving them. And I actually, like, I remember I was, like, talking to one of my other close friends who was, like, unrelated and just was like, what should I do? Like, da-da-da-da, like, do I need to say anything to our mutual friends? Like, da-da-da, because I'd heard, you know, through the grapevine that, like, she had been telling all of our mutual friends that I did XYZ, I did, she did this, McKean did that, McKean did this in the third. And I was just like, okay, that I don't like, like, that's a mess. But I had to like, I sat down with a few of our like close mutual friends and I was like, hey, like, I don't think that personal drama needs to be anybody else's drama. Like, and this is a little bit different than the question, but like, I don't think y'all need to be involved. I don't, like, I really don't think that y'all need to be involved. Like, it was really a personal thing. Like, I don't want you guys to move any different around me and I don't want you to move any different around her. Like it literally was a two-person thing like it really doesn't have to be much bigger than that and I feel like if it's that type of drama like if it's like a friend falling out like if a friend of mine falls out with someone else and it's just because they weren't meshing I'm not gonna like never acknowledge that person again 
I'll definitely be considerate of my friends' feelings and, like, maybe you won't invite the two of them to the same function or, like, maybe you won't, like, intentionally, like, hang out with that person when I know that my friend has something else going on that's important, you know? But beyond that, I don't think it really has to be anybody else's business between the, then between, like, the two people that it happens. So, yeah, that's always been confusing to me. I don't really get why people do that. <laughs> no, I don't like that energy one bit. I think... For real. <laughs> kind of final question on like friends because we've had just a whole conversation about like you know friendships their lifespan their breakups what how do you move after you stop being friends with someone like do you unfollow them do you like are you would you still say hi do you just like pretend they don't exist like what's your mm-hmm. how do you normally move what's the aftermath of a friendship look like it doesn't seem for me like I really don't harbor feelings like I make sure that I'm good with this like I really sit with myself and I'll be like do I feel like I did everything I could have do I feel like I like failed them in any way is there any like shortcoming of my own that I haven't addressed to them and if I can say like like no we're good on all of those fronts like to me like we're not going to be best friends but I'm not going to like act like you don't exist or I'm not going to go block you or whatever like I have a lot of people that I follow that I don't really care about like you're just now like (laughs) one of them and I feel like I've definitely, like, in that same drama I was just talking about, you know, like, after it happened, like, she unfollowed me on everything, like, blocked me on everything, and I was just, like, I don't do any of that. Like, I don't, it's never even an inclination that crosses my mind, but I also don't hold blocks as a big deal. So I was just, like, okay, like, for your piece, you needed to block me from your timeline. I respect that for you. Like, do what you got to do, because now it's not my business what you do. And that was really, like, that's it. You know, for me, it's just like, I'm not going to go do anything crazy because to me, a follower, a block don't hold any heavy weight in my mind. Like, unless, like, maybe I'll block you if you chat about me or like whatever, something like that. Just, but, but I don't know. Like, it really is, I don't feel a need to disrespect you. Like, I still hold a certain level of like respect for you if for no other reason than the fact that you're also human and like, I won't just like, you know, write you off. I won't just like turn away from you in public or like whatever. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm not a block or like unfollow or like walk past and not say hi to type of person. Like, I'm just like, I accept that that was the past. This is the present. And we are a high and by friendship now. (laughs) Literally the same way. I definitely, honestly, literally we could stop being friends. If I still see you, I would literally still like acknowledge the fact that you exist. I, I tried to do that the other day with someone that I was friends with and they cursed me out. And I was like, okay, bye. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, You're like, okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I'm very much, like, a cordial person. I will definitely, like, like, I don't care. Like, I don't harbor feelings. I have no negativity. I'm like, I just genuinely have no care about anything that you do. But right. about your business. I will go about mine and I feel like it could be peaceful. I just don't have the space for negativity or anything like that, but protect mm-hmm. our peace all 2020 and every year thereafter. Period. That's on period. So that's it. What a conversation. What? For what? real. That was a lot. Lots of tea, but like lots of honesty. Kudos to us for being self-aware or whatever. Just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> we suck too and that's okay and we we we, 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 work, we working on we're working on it <laughs> i think as we close let's just talk about what's bringing us joy let's bring this up to a a high note uh bringing us peace 
joy. I wanted to stay outside again for the 10th episode in a row, but I'm not going to say that. Um, something bringing me joy lately. Mm, I've been listening to a lot of, like, I think I was in a music rut. I'm someone who listens to a lot of music, but, and, like, I'm a playlist hoarder. I have maybe 50 playlists on my phone, and, like, they're all super specific. Like, I have one named Warm Guitar Sounds. I have other, like, I just have a lot of very specific playlists. And I really wasn't listening to them for a while, like, since school started. I don't know what was going on. Like, I just was not really listening to music. Like, I just wasn't, in my free time, I just really just wanted to, like, not do anything. Like, I really didn't even want to, like, listen to the songs that I love. And I just started listening to a lot of the music I love again. And this Moses Sumney album, it's gray. It's so bomb. Love him. I think he's fine. And I think he's so talented. Definitely recommend enjoying that. Um, also, like, still enjoying the Chloe and Halle album three months later. But, you know, don't judge me. So those are that's been giving me some joy lately, I think. And exploring old playlists and, like, finding songs that I used to listen to that still bring me joy, definitely. I love that. How about you? Like listening to old music is something that I've been doing a lot more recently. Not even like old, old, just like throwbacks that would like give me nostalgia. I think, I mean, it happened, hasn't happened yet, but my parents are coming to visit me next weekend. Ooh. Awesome. Some family time. Also like Halloween. That's fun. I'm excited about that. So I think those are the two things. I'm just excited to see my parents. I miss them a lot. So. Yes. That's so cute here for it (laughs) well that is it for today everybody thanks everyone who listened to this conversation and really allowed us to get vulnerable and hopefully maybe maybe this helped you figure out some things that might have been uncomfortable in your friendships or like some things about yourself i hope at the very least yeah i think we all needed this chat today this little rude awakening type thing so Mm -hmm. For us, um, make sure to tune into next week's episode, the last episode of this season. Actually, yes, a whole season already. I love that. This is crazy. What the heck? Having a conversation with Newpole Kiazolu. She's gonna be talking with all about voting and voter suppression and just why it's so important for everyone to get out to the polls. So vote. Yes. Number third. Right. Call to action. Yes. Please, please, y'all, make sure that. You are registered to vote if you are able. You might have like just a couple days left. I know in my state, the deadline is the 24th. So you might, might, today might be the day. So just triple, triple check for us if you don't, if you have a little extra time. And in the meantime, before we drop our last episode of the season, make sure to keep up with us on Instagram at Black Girl Blueprint and on Twitter at B Girl Blueprint. And, you know, DM us any questions, any favorite parts of the episodes. We just want to hear from y'all. You know, you hear us talk all the time. So we definitely would love to, hear what y'all have to say and if you like this episode let us know by leaving us a review by subscribing so you get notifications when the new ones drop and yeah that's all we got rate five stars all of it so Mm -hmm. i'll see you all next week goodbye bye This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. 
Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.